0: Day, the shit changed but you know for the most part nothing name different sometimes be stuck in my way we weekend not up in somebody's kitchen stick in my hand I'm chilling with the troops and my few kids doing so I walk like Winston trust me I wake up hanging
1: you hang down I'm leaving this bed you're kidding I'm sitting on back in the pad get deep fried and I smoke some planks of the grass my feet up kick back and relaxing it best no I'm sticking on Riley's right
0: getting oh, the ultimate BMT and I was like I if you want and then when they were making it, they started putting cucumbers in that on it. And I was like, ah, no, na- 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 cucumbers, no, cucumbers, and Cucumbers, that." like, Well, it's not an ultimate BMT then. And I was like, What if oh no, thing it changes that. Is that now, I don't want cucumbers. This is
1: them. the fucking uh you getting into fucking Halfords with the windscreen wipers again. <laughs> Mind you came in here and you're like, ah that's fucking. Would pr- you agree with the ultimate BMT guys? You asked for an ultimate BMT no, I, I and see, he Giza, tried to give you one I and you were like, Giza, nah.
0: He's a BMT and he was like Oh, uh, eh, do you want the ultimate BMT? And I was like, is that better? And he's like, aye. And I was like, aye then, I'll have the ultimate. I thought it was just bigger. Uh-huh. So
1: you didn't even know what that... No,
0: I'm not. Like, I'm what, what I've came in for years and years to Subway to get. I think these are both in the right, in and I certainly... But then I go, oh, Nicky, you cucumbers, please, mate? And he goes, oh, well, it's not an ultimate BMT then for
1: one? you are like, all right, aye, is it though? No? Oh, apologies, mate. I don't want one. Subways anything. sold the fuck out, mate. Is it? aye? I think so, aye. Do you think it's? Oh, I hate subway now. It's sucking the dick of the overlords, mate. See, when I used to dog it in school, I used to go down to subway and get a foot long and a cookie and a drink for like a fiver. Oh, aye, aye. Well, a fiver. I was twelve quid or something there. What what price do you think you're now? Jamie, you're, you're a Subway guy. I'm a Subway guy. <laughs> I am mean, no, on oh, a, a Subway. Subway guy. What do you think I get for Subway? Uh, Just looking sh- at me judging I? me. Meatball marinara.
0: Meatball marinara. Meat <laughs> 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 sauce. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I get grated cheese and barbecue sauce. Good. That sounds nice. Is that a tasty meal? <laughs> no, a, fucking 14 uh, 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 bothies. That's what I'm saying. Both of you are going to know what I mean by this, right? That Subway used to have good juices, didn't it? Used to be able to Gatorade, get,
1: blue Gatorade. Get blue
0: Gatorade. Uh, Robinson's like. I they have that, and then they uh, also have the fountain machine. No, but now they've changed to Coke. They're not with the Pepsi brands anymore. But would I it. So they sold it. They sold it. It's Powerade, not mate. <laughs> they've sold it to the Coca Cola. Mate, see so. when
1: some somewhere has like an option like that, and it's like blue Gatorade, I'm Ugh. automatically like. See when they put Pure Thought in it they will just So <laughs> actually Mate there's a place In Uddingston Called Chilo's Right oh, Chilo's, oh, Chilo's bur- Buggers bro more, No, but it's, Aye the buggers are good But they're, they just This juice Chilo's Mandarin Oh the Mexican And it's an A can No it's no me- It's just like They've made it I don't oh. know how I don't know how you made it. Fucking all sorts of Mandarin and that. I don't know. But just bought Chinese at for it. What Mandarin? Fucking. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, mate, it's f- I ordered it for that.
0: I mean, I used to go into Subway for bluegator. I don't know. But then I also go to, th- separately to See if you have that
1: Mexican cola shit. I like that stuff. At the Jarritos. <sighs> Me
0: and you, the, the
1: taste buds are They're so exotic. <laughs> <laughs> so exotic, mate. Right,
0: mate. What are we up to? Right, we're back. Deep fried is back. Boom. Back with a bang,
1: a nuclear bang. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, so, this is a big, a big hitter, I would say. Yeah. This is. How would you rank this topic in terms of stuff we've studied? Mate, see, see for like getting into it, mm-hmm.
0: this is probably one of the top dogs, mate. This is one that I've been very, like, I've been falling asleep listening to uh, books on the subject and that. Do you know what I mean? You don't realise how deep it all I, runs. N- like, the. I, I don't know why, why I get in the way of the room, mate, but I, the, the deep, the, the roots of this, like, family, mate. The,
1: the dynasty on, of the Kims. On a nation, the Kim dynasty, bro. It's it's nuts, trips. Um, I think we should just get the hell out Aye, of it. i am mean, absolutely We can't fuck about this, Drips. It's so we'll will we explain, kind of, what's we're going to do. Aye, so this will be part one, because uh, it's just so long, right? So we're going to sort of up till maybe what what are we thinking uh, t- 2000 like ju- ju- I think just up until the current
0: supreme leader takes power maybe. right okay because there's a, even you could do another three episodes on since then as well mm-hmm. do you know what I mean no you definitely so you, you could gi- it's, you want to get it's due you know what I
1: mean it needs its due right
0: so you're going on with the first part you mean?
1: yes so I mean before I before I even start reading this before like when we spoke about doing this as a topic, it's like, I knew it was fucked, but I didn't realise how much stuff had gone on. Like, I know North Korea is isolated, it's restricted, the people are all sort of brainwashed in a way, and but I didn't realise all the mad events that took place aye, to lead up to it. And that's what made me curious about this. Is like, all right, we know what it's like now, but like, how, how did it get like that? Mm-hmm. How did it end up like that? So, I guess we're going to find this out, guys. We're to find out. So, the, the story of North Korea begins with a man named Kim Il-sung. Kim was born April 15th, 1912, into a re- fairly regular family in modern-day Pyongyang. So, that's like the capital now. Aye. That's where... Imagine we went Pyongyang. Mate,
0: that's where the big hitters are, mate. That's where the big boppers are.
1: <sighs> mate, that would be the ultimate Riley's gaff. Like vlog thing, I hey, we'll in bro. North Korea. we are journos. No journals allowed, bro. <laughs> I think we could persuade them Jankton. that we are no journals. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> show them five minutes of the pod. Mate, <laughs> so, mate we'll email them five minutes of the pod. This is your journalism. Can we can, come? Can we come? We'll back you up. Mate, mate. you know we're not going to say it, mate. Mate, 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 bro. Talk <laughs> about match. <laughs> we're going to say it, mate. about any shit. <laughs> Fuck all these kind mate. We use me. So. Uh, two years before Kim was born obviously born 1912 the Japanese had began occupying the Korean Peninsula something Kim's family were firmly against so they were quite outspoken against that some people were like maybe it's a good thing do you know what I mean and just let them in or whatever but they were one of the, the families that were like this should this cannae happen right. we're not into this the resistance Japanese chase yourself Aye. get out fling your hook <laughs> right, right, <laughs> fucking up my fucking rules. It's been enough. <laughs> so the year Kim was born, fifty thousand Koreans were arrested by the Japanese, and many families were displaced from their homes. So anybody that was speaking out, protesting about it, saying it, about it, were just like, "Fuck it up. Get by, the ju- by the the Japanese. I captured, and then like they would send some families to like China, send them like just get the fuck. We're in here now. You're going to cause trouble. Get out, out. sling out. Don't fuck about the Japanese. No, no, efficient. He grew up in total admiration of his father and would listen to his endless rants on why the Koreans must displace their occupier, the Japanese. In 1919, Koreans took to the streets in their thousands to peacefully protest against their Japanese colonizers. The now famous March 1st movement began in Seoul and grew into other cities in Korea. So it was a big march that, thousands of Koreans, obviously a lot of them weren't happy with it because they were seeing what the Japanese were doing mm-hmm. and they took to the streets in this one day and it like it started in Seoul but like because they found out that people were doing it there they were like, like wield it and it started spreading yeah. uh, the whole of uh, Korea they were trying to like overthrow them basically yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a it was a peaceful protest like they weren't like try trying to fight with them they were like we don't want this and we're protesting against yeah, it and yeah, yeah. um, but yeah so that was the March 1st movement but the protest was violently and quickly shut down by the Japanese the efficiency (laughs) leading to thousands of arrests injuries and even some casualties Kim aged 7 at the time claimed to be in the heat of the action at the protests he stated that this is the first time he's seen Korean blood being spilled and it made his heart burn for revenge the conflict forced forced thousands to flee to other countries with Kim and his family being exiled to China ooh so he got sent out after like going to that protest and that he was in the heat of the action. He's he's old boy. How many <laughs> old boy with him? What I mean? Aye. It's basically like now, like people it like, fans are only happy with the transfer window. It's like you and your <laughs> old boy and dirty Parkhead and like holding a lull out. You're just looking up at your old dad. I, 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 what? <laughs> uh,
0: so he he got sent so, like, a, to, ch- a China Parley with him at this point.
1: Uh, is, that, is that a nice exile or a, no? No nice exile. I don't know. Well, the mean. thing is, like you're you get forcibly sent to any other country. It's not a nice way to go, even if it's going to be aye, aye. like, nah, like you're away from your home. Like aye, they did not want to move. They're getting forced out. So it wasn't a good thing. But um, in China, he began to attach himself to communist ideals, starting his own underground Marxist group, which landed him in jail at 17 years old. Cause he just didn't put up with that, mate. Marxist. That. Nah. No. Uh, by 1931, He joined the Communist Party in China and continued to wage war against the Japanese. His military efforts were appreciated by the Soviet army. They offered him and other communist fighters from Korea refuge and to be part of their army. It was here, in Russia, in a military-based tent that Kim Jong-il was born. The man who would go on to bring North Korea into an unfathomable state just a few decades later. So I didn't know that he was born in Russia. He was born in Russia. Dude. Born in a tent in Russia. Raised by Soviets. Raised bro. by the wolves.
0: <laughs> Raised in the fucking icy, mm-hmm. icy
1: snow. So, so his dad's like, you, we're going to see his dad wasn't a great guy, but you can see at this point, he's actually got like, after these wars and after he returns home, he's actually like a hero for them because... He's actually out fighting the Japanese constantly. And like he's been... Him and a, a group of Koreans, he was made the general. Aye. And then he was like with the Soviets, fighting with the Soviets. And was that all his Korean troops? That was his troops, aye. So he's he's a man basically at this point. Um, but either in a military base and his mum gave birth to, to young Kim Jong-il in a tent... In return for the Koreans' efforts in the fight for communism, the Soviets agreed to help free the Korean Peninsula from Japanese rule. Kim returned to Korea as a national hero, claiming he is responsible for the freeing of his people. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, starting to see his personality in terms of, like... He done well, do you know what I mean? And he got... He done his bit, but he comes back and he's like, ah... It was me. I murdered all of them. I'd done it. It was <laughs> me against a the lot. They all ran. Don't use that. i seen the biggest one. i seen the biggest jab. Oh. Right. I went up the my, my I heard you. I <laughs> heard <Here> you. <laughs> me. <Mere>. Me. <Mere you. laughs> uh, so when he got back, he declared himself the leader of what would go on to be known as North Korea. I think we've got a wee spillage over there. What's that? There Is that bags? your
0: bag or my bag? It's my bag, mate. It's all good. Uh, it's all right then. As long as my shit breaks in yours, doesn't Aye, it, is
1: no, invaluable in your bag, like <laughs> cameras and equipment. <laughs> uh, so yes, he, he returned and declared himself the leader of what would go on to be known as North Korea. In 1948, after World War II had ended, separate governments were established in each zone of Korea. The Democratic People's Republic of Korea would be the North, and that would be under Kim Il-sung, who just returned for the war. In the Republic of Korea, which is the south, and that would be under Singman Man Ri, which I thought sounded a bit like a team in palace song or something. Sing, 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 sing Man Ri, Ma yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It could be Doesn't he either? sound like a Korean name? I don't think that. No. Sing Man Ri sounds Indian or something. That Do you think so? I, I think so. Sounds maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. So Kim Jong Il was born. He goes back, and he is the son of the supreme leader of this entire nation. So. His upbringing's got to be a bit different to everybody else. He's in Cushy bro. Uh, you <laughs> cushy wee number, bro. And <laughs> with the council, <laughs> Daggot got a job with the council, bro. Aye, that
0: he'd have been sorted, mate. Because I, I presume at the time, like, was it nineteen forty-eight or something? Korea's
1: not a nice place to be. I don't think is it? No, nah, they're like constantly fighting the Japanese, and I it's a it's just a war zone basically. But but then he's not an ivory to approach other. Well, go, just see, going back to where he was born, obviously Kim Jong-il was born in Russia, but this is where, like, even him being born, this is where the elaborate lies start to, like, build his persona up, right? So when he was born, his name wasn't even Kim Jong-il. It was Yura Kim, because they were in a, an area of Russia near, like, a place called Yaxi or something. Right, right. And that was, he was called Yura and his, his brother was called something else, like a Russian starter the name. Um, so I was referring to where he was born there. But instead of admitting the truth that he was born in Russia, his name was changed to Kim Jong il. For the actual event of his birth, we have an even better tale spun it was said that his birth took place in Korea and when he was born, a glacier on Mount Paektu cracked. So that's the highest peak in Korea. Aye. Like the most important mountain. It's like they're... They say they're you know nervous. Is hey. They're nervous. Are we nevis? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so proud of our we we ne- Nevis. Ne- nevis cracked on the Aye. day you were born. So it's, it's said in official records that a glacier cracked uh, on this mountain. A double rainbow appeared. And a new a, a new star automatically appeared in the sky. <laughs> um, and so, it also goes on to state that after he was born, by three weeks he was talking, completely talking, aye. and by eight weeks he was walking. Just cutting a bit, aye, a, a wee embryo for- <laughs> just just absolutely.
0: So they're building up his like this lineage mm-hmm. of like. You were saying like he had
1: a mad, a cushy kind of life, mm-hmm. but they'll try to make it like no, but he's immaculate. He's like a they're, they they do this thing where they try and make this the Kim family. They try and brainwash people into thinking that they're otherworldly. Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's no point even viewing them is the same as what you view yourself because right. they're they're a different thing and you's only getting treated equally. But it's all right because they're that's the Kims. It's the Kims like, obviously thing. they're gonna. Mate, that's like it's the Kims. That they are God. Are they like pure godlike at this point? Well, well, not mate. It's actually always been like an atheist country, right? Right. I think because their God is basically the family. Because mm-hmm. that's a, that's what dynastic countries are like. In it, mm-hmm. It's like they don't really have a standard religion. Mm-hmm. And see, see the thing about his his name. Why they didn't want to admit um, he was born in Russia, and that is because North Koreans are like very, they're very national, nas- nationalistic. Is that the word, nationalist? Aye, aye, aye. So like they try and distance themselves from any other country really so the fact that they were involved with the Russians and in with them and like they try and pure distance themselves from that so that's seen as like a lower thing to be involved with that so that's why they were like nah you were born he was born in Korea guys are cracked double rainbow they They were saying as well like um like a hundred cranes, see, like the bird, that's right, the bird right. of Korea. Right. And like hundred of them flew over the mountain just <laughs> at the exact time. And it's mad, because you're like, that sounds crazy, but.
0: It's mad, I know, because I would think like my instant reaction, see when you said he was born in a tent in Russia and pure snowy winter, not, like I would, I would have thought the way you would spin that is like he's a mad warrior child, like he's pure born in a, on a, mm-hmm an army to camp and that, but they just went, no, these cunts are dumb enough. They'll be like, the cranes will be flying about.
1: The mountain, bit Nevis is gone. It's that thing as well, where they want that otherworldly factor. So uh, saying that he was born in this war thing and he's tough and that, they'd be like, I would respect that, but that's still fathomable to them. Aye, Whereas aye, aye. if you make up these lies about how he was born and stuff, it's like... That supernatural shit. Aye, it's like, you don't—you e- can't even imagine yourself being on the same level as him. So aye, when you okay, see yeah, them and they look all right and that and you're, like, starving, aye. you're, like, a third... F- f- a sound? The- Are you <laughs> man, I've got a bit of change on it, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> that? <laughs> aye. So that's obviously the lies that start when he's growing up. Mm-hmm. Um But when he's five years old, his brother dies under very mysterious circumstances. So Kim and his four-year-old brother were playing in a pond one day <laughs> and his brother died in the pond. Uh, he drowned in the pond. Many Koreans speculate that Kim was responsible for it. So five years old mm-hmm. and people think in Korea, it's like gossip that like, oh, Kim killed his brother. I when he, be- the devil did. he was five and he w- the brother was four. <laughs> there's been but some Kim- malpractice in there. The Has a five-year-old net. ever, like, killed somebody?
0: I know. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about films and that. I'm thinking about horror films and that. Chucky Shining and that, mate. <laughs> no, and that, Matt. You want to complain that? They kill people all the
1: time. I don't know, like... No, maybe not, but... There's no... There's never been any actual evidence to show that he did... Or they didn't? Would it be, do you, think you could drown? Nah, you could drown a, fo- a four-year-old. Could, could drown. I drown a four-year-old?
0: No, as, as, a, I a, think so. as a four-year-old, you're around about a of pond. Do you think it's that's prime time for
1: drowning? I think I could probably I think you could accidentally drowning. drown somebody aye. when you're five, like, oh! Like, aye, aye, maybe, aye. I hate, mate. No, I hate getting ducked under the water. I like duck, mate. Oh, I you are a big ducker. Duck's <laughs> fun, mate. You, I bet you're the way you get is running about ducking mate. everybody. I everybody, mate. Oh. I get my monitor. Mate, we only look at the time catch every <laughs> minute after this, mate that. Me Lanza. No, Lanza's <laughs> off the cards. Um, so, I there's no actual evidence to say if he did or didn't, but this is where you see how fucked North Korea's psychology is with their politics. So, it's if, if you get accused of killing your brother, right, when you were five and he was four, you'd be like, obviously I didn't. Mm-hmm. See there, see because their politics are run on fear, basically. The fact that people think he done that is like no bad. Aye. He's like I don't care because we'll it only that. builds to like why you should like feel like it's very important to be seen as like a hard man in Korea aye. like north Korea like it is a tough place so it's a militarized like, kind of mm-hmm. like there's heavy emphasis on the military so to have the person only a hard man is Bit of a hard man ah. town.
0: I am murdered my four-year-old bra. Pyong- oh, what
1: a bra. <laughs> Pyongyang. bit of a hard man town. <laughs> Pyongyang is a hard man town, uh, is it is, it really is. Uh, so he doesn't actually mind. It's like Stalin as well used to there'd be um, stories about him robbing banks and that when he was young. And it was like he n- as a leader, you'd like to be like, no, I'm a good person. I wouldn't have done that. But he was like, I fucking did. Right. So don't fuck about
0: it. I don't fucking don't with fuck me. with me. I'm sure there's stuff like about Churchill and all that. and all. I'm
1: sure like... That's how, you, that's how you get respect back in the day. I mean, you just talk all the shit. slap know. a few <laughs> wings about it. Get a little bit of respect back in the day. Um, so obviously his brother dies when he's just five and then his mum dies like a couple of years later. So... This meant it was just Kim and and the old man. Uh, However, his father happened to be the leader of the country and didn't have much time, if any, for any of his children. So not a good daddy. Mm. Not there for Kim's baseball practice. (laughs) Uh, Shortly after Kim Il-sung became the leader, he soon set his sights on South Korea. It wasn't enough that he had his own so-called communist country. He wanted the full of Korea to, to unite under communism. So we sent troops into Seoul and started a war with South Korea. The United Nations, with the US taking a leading role, intervened to support South Korea. So they were fighting. Obviously, the US are always fighting against communism mm-hmm. back in the day. So as um, soon as they knew the conflict was there, and, like it was a sort of even conflict. They were like, right, we need to jump in and... Because their whole thing was like saving the world for communism. Collies, like, crush you? the comms, bro. I'm with them. Crush the comms. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ca- I'm a cat. I'm a cat see,
0: I don't know if you might go into this or that, but do you think, know how like, um, America helped out with the South, the the South Korea, and obviously, so like North Korea is quite Soviet. It's got Soviet ties and shit. Do you think that's why like, so- South Korea
1: is pure class now? And pure like... Aye, well, aye. Are you going into that? Sorry, mate. sorry. Um... It's just well, it's basically because they went, they went one way mm-hmm. and done their politics fucked in South Korea, but like we will just do uh, capitalism. Aye, it's and mad and they've pure thrived under
0: like it. Like seeing that stark difference, but aye, it's like a, it's like a, would you call that like a, as
1: a a dichotomy? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I know what you mean. It's a, aye. it's like total opposite ends of the ends exactly, of the scale. They aye. both went complete opposite ways, and then you can see it in real time. It's mm-hmm. Mad. Uh, so the Chinese ended up intervening. And to fight with North Korea so it was a tag team match it was China and North Korea <laughs> versus the US and South Korea um, and that was in late 1950 so that only prolonged the war and it just made it brutal so many deaths so after three years of this war going on it was like intense fighting they just agreed a truce it was they were like right like they were not at peace they were just agreeing to no shoot anybody they knew aye was it because everyone was that fucked or something? People were just that. Like there was just so many deaths, and they were like, "No wait, we need to just need these getting eaten at this." That's why we're it. You're not winning. I'm not. <laughs> it's a lose-lose scenario. We're just for kill I for I do- makes well, we'll own <laughs> What a drink that. So that was in that was uh, July twenty seventh, nineteen fifty three, that the truth truce was agreed. So the Korean Peninsula remained divided, the north and the south, with the K- Korean demilitar- demilitarized zone. Serving as a buffer between North and South Korea, so a formal peace treaty was never signed, and technically the two Koreas remain in a state of war as only a truce was agreed upon. That's so mad, still so, at still war. Mm-hmm. so there's a big stretch of land at the border, and it's um, it's a demilitarized zone, so n- none of them are allowed to be in the, in there with like their army. So uh, like yeah, they've yeah, agreed yeah. that this zone is like free of it all. I'd like right along the border, but there's been like incidents over the years of like. Some coming in and then see how like a gang fight when you're younger and it's just like they all just dance dance, dance up to each no. other and then dance back and it's like you're fucking I swear to <laughs> oh. God fuck it fucking elder I swear to God
0: about uh, that is that like trucks and that like but three in mile, kareen, but in Korean I like three mile away from each other like driving back forward oh uh, fuck oh yeah <laughs>
1: So they're still at what, and it says as well, like, see this area, see, because it's so quiet, it's became a pure, beautiful nature reserve. Is it? Because there's such... Because you live on few, that? No, you can't go there. It's like, neither of them are allowed on it, in it technically. So and is it like, is it like on the border, there's like a mile and it's like, it just mm-hmm. stretches the full way? Aye.
0: That's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's a mad, pure, weird uh, part of the world. So imagine going there walking it. I know. What, 800 miles? Oh,
1: I'm just getting to the, I'm I'm just walking the demilitarized <laughs> i
0: walking to demilitarise Korean for charity and that.
1: Well, I get you. I'm just at the Korean demilitarized <laughs> zone, mate. <laughs> nice end, Black yeah. bro, it. <laughs> <laughs> but earned 10, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh So uh, after this war, Kim Il-sung stated to his people they would now be running the country on a little thing they call Juche. Mm. Have you heard of Juche? No, I haven't. Mm, you're about to... <laughs> Juche is a philosophy which is used to guide the country across all aspects of their existence. So their economy, how they run the army—it's just—it's like this is the philosophy behind every decision ingrained that they make. in every part of the country. Aye, so it promotes it promotes the belief that a nation should have control over its destiny and not be influenced or dominated by external power. Sounds good to Fair me. Days. Uh, advocate, advocates for economic self sufficiency and independence. The idea is to minimize reliance on foreign aid or assistance and develop a strong, self reliant economy. Said, I don't need no man, mate. <laughs> 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 a strong, independent Korea. I, I, recently, mate, I we no. don't need you as I'm leaning on the phone. I don't need no China. <laughs> no, because he was, he was pretty, he was like raging after that war, but he was like, I don't want people to have to fight. Wait, like, because they were. Probably getting their asses handed to them by the US and South Korea until the Chinese jumped in, and the, but he came out of that like, I don't actually fucking need people to jump in for us. We need to be the guys. Oh, so this is this is a ramp up. This is this is where it becomes what we sort of know. Uh, the the Juche I- ideology also places importance on maintaining a strong and capable military as a means of ensuring national security. Nothing highlights this more than Kim Jong Il. Kim Il-sung, sorry, demanding a million-man army after the end of the Korean War. So, like, as soon as that war was finished, he's like, we need a million of use in this. (laughs) We need... Probably about a million cunts. 40, 50. 50.
0: <laughs> Counting scores, bro. 20, 40. Hold on, hold on. Million.
1: How do you come up with that number, I it Sounds good. A million the, guys. The, the million right? man army. It sounds like a movie. And they got a guy for a million guys. <laughs> million horny guys ready to come up to a mad building. A <laughs> right million then. horny Koreans. they go for it. Funnily enough, it's also. Heavily leader-centered, meaning it's pretty much a one-man show in terms of any sort of big or even small decisions being made so that's like they're like this we need to rely on ourselves we need to do this we need to build an economy you don't need to do what I say <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's like and for for also big and small things and also this small print like, that I, can... I run it all
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to see anything <laughs> it's, it's so funny thinking about like the supreme leader like now it's like big and small issues like him like signing permits for like, an, an extension and that you know what I, I mean I'm just like what you a conservatory fucking like do that and there's just a big line of Koreans <laughs> <laughs> you know? every matter mate I can throw everything it <laughs> yeah. all come through me <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine taking on that Shut, response bro.
1: I'll sit here all day. It's me that it makes the decision.
0: <laughs> mate, you can of need that? But you need, can of need one guy just sitting, salt and never do it? Well, mate, he knows what he's doing. I'm
1: not. I'm quite. I'm on his side at this point. <laughs> so I, it's it's a one man show. But Kim Jong Il has a role to play in this. The young man, he's made propaganda leader. So he's only a young man at this point, but all these rules that, that are set now for the Korean people, they obviously only apply to people who aren't in the Kim family, of course. Mm-hmm. Any of these sort of, you must do this now, You everything, you must give it to us, and we'll deal with it in, in very restrictive, can't They don't import, obviously, there's this Juche ideology is about... We it's very, like, um, it's like heavily on nationalism as well, so it's... They don't want to... Uh, even culturally, they don't want you to think... Now the way we like go, Oh, Asian culture's quite cool. And like you think about other cultures and go, That's quite nice. I I like that about that culture. They're like, nah don't even think about other cultures this is this is it and we, don't we don't need anything else just for anybody <laughs> we're they all here name important things aye. nothing weird got to do everything one just here Taiwanese trainers and I'm in charge <laughs> <And it's all laughs> I'm running it. it <laughs> <through>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running the damn the thing the right? stops with me alright. I'll decide so aye the rules only apply if you're one know, in, in the Kim family so as Kim Jong-il gets older he develops a fascination with film. Oh. Loves the film, Kim Jong Il. Loves oh, the pictures and that. He demands that North Korean officials fly him in thousands of movies. But he was said to have one of the biggest movie collections in the whole world. Because <laughs> really? he would just get officials to be like, right, go and get me like a hundred movies for the US. Mm-hmm. And they would just fly them in. And is this the, the old guy, is this the leader or the wee boy? This is his boy now, Kim, Jong, Kim Jong-il, who's his son. The propaganda guy? He's he's now pr- the propaganda leader. Um, and he's, o- he's he's only still young as well. But So he grew up loving movies. Mm. Um, James Bond was his favourite movie. But it's funny because I, well, you're going to see what, how he acts later when he becomes leader. But he was saying that, like, because he had no reference to, like, what was real and what was not for the West, because he's, he's never been there. He's no, Aye. They don't <laughs> read books about, do you know what I mean? Aye. He thought, like, now James Bond is like, right, this mad guy needs to go on a mission to catch this mad bad guy. And, that, and like, see the things he does like poison drinks and that and, like, pure hijacks planes. And yeah. he thought that was, like... He thought I was like a documentary Mm -hmm. on shit that really happened. He he didn't think it was like sensationalised. He thought like, oh, I know that this is a movie, but this is based on things that they happen. So he, that's how he thought you just went about things. Aye, is is that a training video for him? Aye, basically, basically, is that when they get our boys in on this shit? Like, see this double seven guy's mad. (laughs) Uh, It said that he also wrote fifteen hundred books in three years. Oh no bad Good going. <laughs> so this is when he's at he's at a Kim Kim Il Sung University. So this is when he's a young man. He to be a bit of a party boy, by the way, in, oh, in college and that, it, mm-hmm. aye. like drinking like, at a young age and like partying oh, girls, girl. girls, girls, <laughs> the booze, <boat>, the drugs, <laughs> everything, man. <laughs> uh, and that's the that's the military school isn't it? Aye, that's like the most prestigious place you can go, obviously, because it's named after him. But he went there. um, he also directs three operas in the space of three years, all of which are said to be better than any other opera in human history. Oh, I'd like to see it. Imagine when you make an opera, you're like, that's the goat. You make your second one go, I've topped that one. It's better than the last. The third one, you're like, ah, I've done it. I've <laughs> actually done it again.
0: The second one was my favourite personally, but
1: the three aye, aye. of them three. tapped free. All of them are number one. And this is where you'll see these lies that are mm. building up his character. Um, another amazing light is Kim's achievements as a sportsman. Um, mm. The first time Kim ever picked up a golf club, he went to North Korea's only golf course and he shot 18 holes in one <sighs> and then immediately just retired after it and never oh. picked up a club again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, of 18 holes in one, Back up the road. that nah, was. Why would I do that again? Man, I just dusted. I just completed
0: the that game. Was, that was pissy. It's fair enough. I know. If I got eighteen holes in one, I probably would First, be like, "Aye,
1: I think that's reasonable." Aye. You go to a golf course. You've never even played before. You get eighteen <laughs> holes in one. You're <laughs> gonna be like, I, I, "I can do this game." I need to find something better. Like, I need, I need, I need to find something more challenging. <laughs> His main love, though, was always the movies he directed multiple films which, n- which North Koreans were forced to go and watch and, of course, were forced to enjoy. So like, he would make these movies and then they would make everybody get out of their house and go and watch it and, like, pure clap in that journal. <laughs> and it was, like, terrible, see, because they never they never had any reference to, like, eating, eating cultural, like... They, they couldn't probably have, didn't even know what acting was. I, I like, they would no, like, imagination for any of this. Just so. mad empty vessels, bro. And it's interesting as well, like... Uh, this is a side note off this, but... I watched that Dark Side of the Ring, it's a Vice documentary about all the dodgy shit that's happened in wrestling and it, it, Kim Jong-il invited WCW, the wrestling company, air to perform in Pyongyang. And as soon as they go there, they got all their passports taken off them, their phones taken off them. They had a guard with them everywhere they went to the Oof. toilet. There was a guard with a gun with them the full time. Um, they, they were not allowed to do anything. They all had to be inside by like seven, like mad steroid wrestlers for the 90s. That's and mad. they said that when they performed, they said like that there's like 150,000 person arena in, mm-hmm. in Pyongyang. At eh? I like at This stadium, you've never seen anything like this, right? And it was filled like. Build to watch people wrestling and when they started wrestling they had a couple of big moves so they're like "I, the crowd will love this one That silence because none of them knew what they were looking at they're, they're like, like they've never they've never known like oh like this is a thing that I can just observe and look at and go I like that and wow, oh, that's interesting they don't because they're it's- so repressed they don't even know what they're looking at they're mm-hmm. like they just get told when to clap in that so the first night none of them clapped in that and then the second night they went back and it was like, they were going nuts Aye. and crying in the crowd and that because they were like, you just need to fucking show start emotions. reacting to this. you are going like, oh, to look bad. Aye. So they're just letting it out. <laughs> like, just letting out. They're mad empty vessels, but they've still got a bit of something.
0: it's was like, you need to show us up. They're just start greeting and you And they can turn it on. Aye. They can turn it on at <laughs> any time.
1: Uh, however, at this time, across the border, their neighbours, South Korea, were gaining international recognition for their movies. This enraged Kim. Given the lack of skills, the sou- the isolated north korean public had he could never improve his movies to equal that of south korea because these people they're not going to be imaginative people to for him to work with that it's like they're not getting fucking anything either not they don't want don't to have concepts of art not that, aye, aye. so yeah he, he knew that there was a ceiling with the movies that he could make uh, so he comes up with a fucking wild plan for this um <laughs> shing shinsang oak was a highly acclaimed South Korean film director and Choi Yun-hee was his ex-wife, also a well-known actress in South Korea. So, like, two big-time, a director and a, mm-hmm. uh, an actress that used to be married and then split up or, or, or something. They've split up for a few years at this point. Troops, we've got an announcement. We are now offering a seven-day free trial on our half-beat tier over at our Patreon. So, that means you'll get access to the end of the episode when you hear us switching over to Patreon at the end. That means you'll get access to all of those episodes. So, I know, give it a go. Seven day free trial. You can go right through our archive of every bonus Patreon episode we've done. We've even got a few episodes that are just bonus episodes that we chucked in for that tier at random times. So you'll have so much to watch through. Give it a try. It's one week. You'll no be charged. Cancel it before the end if you don't want to be charged. But it's three pounds a month. So... It's up to yourself Obviously we've got our Other tiers A blue flavour boy tier With that obviously You get all the extended episodes But you also get A bonus episode each month You get access to the Discord server You get to ask questions For guests and us We've also got The On It Till Tuesday tier Where you get two bonus episodes Every month You also get early access To all the episodes And you get 10% off merch And then obviously You get everything else That we've mentioned previously And then our biggest tier The goat tier tier the daddies. You get to request an episode. It can be anything really within reason. Unless you want us to like strip off. Um we can discuss a price about that. Uh, but for £20 a month, you can request an episode. It can be anything, it can be a conspiracy theory, a watch on anything you can think of. You get 20% off merch plus everything mentioned in all the other tiers. So, yes, get on it, Troops. www.patreon.com forward slash Riley's Gaff. Troops, the podcast is brought to you by G4 Claims. If you're involved in a road accident that was not your fault, call G4 Claims on... 01698 or visit them at notatfaultclaim.com the process is completely free and you could keep a 100% of your compensation in 1978 while both were separately travelling abroad they were lured to Hong Kong by false promises of a new pr- movie project they were met by agents who bundled them onto separate boats and headed for North Korea so like he sent Kim Jong Il sent four guys out <laughs> Just four guys <laughs> sent them out and were like ah, kidnap them, bring them back to North Korea. That's insane. Isn't just it? a mad ra- a famous actress and a fa- very famous director, just be like, ah, just go and get them, bring them, bring them here. And number like exes and all that. Aye. Like, imagine coming off the boat and being like sure. No. What? But this this is the <laughs> this is the beauty of it all, mate. So um, Obviously, he he bundles them on. They bundle them onto these boats, and he <laughs> said like they were both knocked out, right? And they woke up, and the first thing they seen was a portrait of Kim Il Sung, like because he's he's the eternal leader. That's the thing I didn't mention about him. He's the only leader of our country today who's no alive. He's still the leader today. Kim Il-sung is the eternal leader, they're just like the supreme leader, but he's still the leader, even though he's dead, mate, I didn't even know that, I, it, he's the eternal leader, so if you, uh, technically the leader of uh, North Korea the new is Kim Il-sung, even though he's been dead for 50 years, that's 60
0: years, that's insane year. mate, Mental? that's actually nuts, you just um, did a mad side note, does he have like a mad burial ground or anything like that, do you know?
1: because um, I'd imagine it'd be pretty fucking special for the eternal leader <laughs> oh aye, I don't I doubt it their funerals of,
0: are nuts we've got lots of statues here man. they've like, got
1: like the biggest statue you've ever seen in your life just of like him like <laughs> <laughs> storing holding a banana in yeah, like a suit holding a banana so sorry where was I so aye they get kidnapped and they, they are heading to North Korea and there's a painting of the eternal leader aye oh, on the boat just staring at them <laughs> So after th- being taken to North Korea, the two were initially held in separate locations. They were treated like members of the Kim family. They could have anything they wanted, except freedom, of course. So they like he was like sending like bundles of gifts to them both every day. Mm-hmm. Like they were st- they were like isolated, like staying in their own houses and that. So they weren't, they weren't even with each other. They made one go here, one go here and just kept them. But he was like sending like nice food. He was sending like presents that like, he knew things they liked and that. And he was sending them gifts to like, but it was, I think it's like a sort of grooming thing. Like how that way, like Stockholm syndrome, where like say the the person who's kidnapped you does a couple of nice wee things to you. There's a cup of tea by the way, but they're like dang sh- bad shit to you. It's like this mindset of like, oh, they're not actually that bad. Do you know uh, that? Even though they've just kidnapped you. Which is so like, that would happen to me instantly. You'd be like, ah, fucking. Cactus Fruit, 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 Fruit Red
0: Bill. I mean.
1: How did they know? And Blue Gatorade. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm alright with this even I'm just a nice guy. Nah, he seems alright. <laughs> uh, they were eventually brought together and pressured to collaborate on film projects, resulting in some of the worst movies the pair had ever been involved with. And it's, it's mad because... So before we got into this next bit they never knew for about a year or something right that each the other one had been kidnapped <laughs> so they thought they were the only ones that had been kidnapped so that the female actress uh, Yun Hee and then the director Shin they didn't know each other had got kidnapped so Kim's big plan right now you're saying they don't know what acting is Aye. he filled like a he filled like a, a state like a an arena sort of thing with people from North Korea, right? Forced them to go, and he told both of them, right? Get ready, you're going to your first, uh, your your first party, your first uh, North Korean party, Not like, fuck <laughs> sound "Right, eye. sound, <laughs> Get the get cat a drags wee, on. Get, get a wee boost here, <laughs> and then um, he took them there, right? And they're mingling with like people from North Korea, like officials and that and then they both get led into this room, mate, and they're just on this stage, and they both see each other for the first time, and th- then they both realise, and the whole thing has been a movie, so he made a movie of that situation happening, and he comes out in the movie, Kim Jong-il comes out, wee tiny chubby Korean guy, and he's like, he's like, like he, says, he delivers a line, I can't remember what the line is, it's like, oh, fancy seeing this guy here? Like it was something ah. like that. Like, he gave himself a, a pure, the line of like, and now you uh, meet. Unexpected. I, was unexpe- I was fancy seeing you, something <laughs> like that. And then they're like, what the fuck? And they turn around and there's like cr- a crowd of Korean people watching them. But they only thought they were going to a party. But that's that whole thing that like he thought he was making a pure masterpiece. And he says, do you know what you should do? You should get married. The new, I'll marry you, as I can marry you in North Korea. Um i the guy um, mate, don't worry about him. You heard the Kim family, <laughs> that's me. Kim, <laughs> Kim <laughs> is me, <what you laughs> mate.
0: Aye, so but so did that? Did it film? Like, did he
1: film them in the apartments and all that? And like- I'm not sure, but this was like the 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 Crescendo. but I don't even I think that might have just been the movie do you know what I mean like Aye, that meeting that
0: would be insane mate. see if they, they did actual film like them getting captured and all that <laughs> and like coming together and like them getting their presents and their, their jackfruit Red Bull and all that and, they, and then like coming together and meeting in the stadium Falcons. that would mm-hmm. be the wildest film ever made me I would be, that'd be unbelievable I wonder mate. what that looks like to watch that I don't know how you would even get no, that a lot of this is quite difficult for me to picture like because it's such a
1: such Wild a weird place, society. Mate.
0: And then cause it's got like, cause you can kind of picture like Asian cities and that now very well, Aye. but it's hard to picture them with a mad Soviet influence. Mm-hmm. Like with mad, the mad block concrete house you know what aye, I mean like I'm aye. trying to think about what hall that was in and all I can think about is something like a big car park big like John Lewis or something aye, like. aye, you can't
1: even like actual picture what it would look like in your head but because you can't get cameras in and all that mm-hmm. it's like difficult to aye. Uh, but so they're here mate and they're there for years but one night Shin tries to escape he notices that his driver always leaves his car unlocked with the keys in it Cause it's a thing where, like, no, a lot of people in North Korea had cars. Obviously, nobody's get any money. Aye. Like, you'll you know you need a permit to have a car, and that and they need to approve it. It's like Aye. they block it out so many steps that like, it's just impossible to own it. Can't and, own a German mm-hmm. motor on the fifties. And- so, like, the thought for North Koreans of somebody stealing a car was like, why would just like I'll leave this unlocked and that? Like, who's gonna steal it? Like, like you're gonna get. F- the punishment's that bad, like what's the point? I I know What would mean, be I, the point in anybody trying to do this? Like I North Korea, know a lot of that much crime there at all. No. It can well, no, no. there can not be. Um so I whilst this driver isn't looking, he steals the car, heads to the train station, boards a train heading towards China. But what he didn't know was that North Korea had spent years reinforcing to the population the importance of snitching. No. So like their whole thing was like they have a theory, uh, not a theory, but there's a thing they talk about in their, in the Jucci, sort of ideology aye. of like, self, almost like self-policing, self like, like admitting things. self Aye, It's, like, aye. it's, like, it's, like, it's like, like, at football games. Self-policing, you need to call them out You need not call that. Aye. mate, it's, so he's like, he's, he's ingrained in him, like, so they would, they would tell like, um, children, it's. T- telling adults, like if you, if you hear it like in school, they would get taught, like, right, if you see an adult talking about why you leave here, just tell us. I like what's your mandacy? Mm-hmm. Because what, ha- what the way they brainwash the kids there is nuts because they the way they do it is they brainwash them and it's all towards the Kim family, right? So when you're a kid and now when we were five and we were getting read fucking Goldilocks or something, right? Mm. They're getting read a story about how Kim il sung. Uh, slayed the dragon, and but all the propaganda is like age appropriate, so like aye. they get taught that when they're five because they can understand that, and he's the hero in that. Aye. And then as they get older, the stories get more complicated and like and more like about, uh, him being noble and aye. all that. Aye. And, and like, like when you when you can understand what that means, so the propaganda is like. The, like it's it's said that oh no that's later I don't want to ruin that actually it like evolves your brain it evol- it's evolving in your brain
0: because mm-hmm. it's like when you're young it's like as you say it's this cartoonized hero guy mm-hmm. that's blah blah blah, blah and then you get a bit older and you're like no oh, this guy's smart he's seen a lot of good times you know, you get a bit older and he's like he's a good big brave boy. I, I you're like the layers
1: on this guy he's just going <laughs> <to all> <laughs> this <laughs> fucking
0: guy <laughs> he's going off Is that an another- onion do you think even when they're older they still believe the Wayne stories so like they're older and getting read more mature like, stories but they're like mind when he slid that dragon Well, I like um, obviously, I'm gonna be talking about some Kims in the future, but the, a lot of the, the thing in a book that I was listening to, it said, like, I mean, this guy's grandpa was Santa Claus and his dad was Jesus Christ. That's like what that was, that's what that <laughs> is to Aye. that society. It's like these mythical figures that are that's what he's came for, so that's why you know what I mean. That's a, bit, that's, that's a bit foreshadowing
1: there, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Shin's trying to escape. He's on this train, but within three train stops, he's caught and he's sent to prison for a <laughs> S- year to think about what he's done. Somebody snatched. Somebody snitched And three guys just turned up and like, oh, "You're the guy that stole the motor." And he's like, oh. mm-hmm. I'm like hey, I'm <laughs> right. "No, not like come on, come on, get over it." Snitches get richies. Snitches do get richies. That's the saying in North Korea. <laughs> they <that> <laughs> get all the richies if the you rap snip- songs and that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the hip hop. Snitches get richies. So, I he got sent to he get sent to prison for a year, and it was not until 1986, during a visit to Vienna for a film festival, Shin and Choi managed to escape their North Korean captors by escaping out of a hotel room window and running to the U.S. Embassy in Vienna. For sake, because they couldn't enter, because obviously it's U.S. Embassy. So aye, aye. They they managed to escape. And they were getting chased in that by them, and they've got in just in the nick of time. That's, mean, That's the man. only way they they managed to escape. What an insane life. Like, imagine growing up and you're like an actress, a director, and no,
0: you've got this lovely life in South Korea. No, I just know. Some cunt's put a bag in your head. I mean, <laughs> and it was
1: also, he could make m- good movies. Just Aye. kidnap two people. And that just shows his, how little regard they have for other people's lives. Like, Aye. and it, it doesn't matter if you're important, like an actress or you're just a wee worker. Like, If you'll know them, they're like, you're, you're expendable.
0: Aye. And especially, like, he obviously revealed him. He obviously revealed both of them because he loved films and that. You obviously like these like, are like an amazing direct You like, know i mean like see if you were like like a mad if some a, a leader's meeting like tarantino or something mm-hmm. they like oh that's a smart guy that's a good Aye. guy that's an equal kind of Aye. thing he's just like no you'll be kept in a house Aye. alone wee 24 hour surveillance but you'll get mars bars and that and like, good ones <laughs> the big ones and the uh, duels are too far, mate. <laughs> Unless it's a Yorkie, I'll take a Yorkie duel, but I'm not having a Mars bar duel,
1: that's nuts. <laughs> no, no when you've been kidnapped. <laughs> so after decades of isolated state-led propaganda about the world, mixed with the pressure of self-reliance, North Korea is decades behind South Korea. The crowning moment for the development of South Korea was winning the chance to host the Olympics in 1988. Kim was obviously outraged by this. So his first move was to call on all the other communist countries to boycott the games. So Russia, I think. China. Aye, uh, China. like the, the big, big, they're the big, big dogs. they're big medal takers. <laughs> the, the Russians and <laughs> the
0: Chinese, mate. They're taking, they're scooping up some I mean, medals. The Russians in the snow, mate. The Russians are nice. Oh,
1: bro. <laughs> so, but, the 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 other countries they weren't convinced they were like, oh like it's fine it's, why why it's, did we patch it. It's just South Korea. <laughs> it's just South Korea, mate. Mm. Uh, but Kim, the puppet master, that's a plan. He sends two agents on a flight depart departing Baghdad and heading towards Seoul Airport. <laughs> the plane stops over in Abu Dhabi and the two agents head into Abu Dhabi town centre. see. <laughs> <laughs> street. Aye. <laughs> once the plane leaves Abu Dhabi, a bomb goes off in an overhead locker. 115 South Koreans died on that plane and Kim Jong-il's plan had gone off without a hitch. Really? So he sent two people onto a plane, but he's done one that's like a stopover. Uh-huh. So stopover in Abu Dhabi, they planted the bomb, go off the plane, went into Abu Dhabi, then the plane left Abu Dhabi to go to South Korea. Obviously, most people on it are going to be South Korean and uh, a bomb went off in overhead locker as soon as they reached like oh my god bro uh, he sent two double sevens so I'm just thinking about like mate, <laughs> that's what I'm saying James but he thinks like I'll just send two two agents on the plane bomb C it fucking <laughs> C4 like how funny is that Kim jong us no hint any of this movie <laughs> <laughs> to be honest he's just thinking about like Casino Royale I now. <laughs> I like, this is sick
0: <laughs> <as> fuck, <man." laughs> the plane'll come down it'll be it'll go in slow motion <laughs> big <By> explosion,
1: explosion. <laughs> I'll grab the girl kiss <laughs> Aye, <laughs> right, so, yeah. so he's so bombed that plane, 115 dead. R-I-B. Um But this was to show the other, this just shows like oh, oh, the only reason he'd done this was to show the other communist countries that South Korea's dangerous, mate. Do I go there? Mm-hmm. That was like the whole that's why he killed 115 <laughs> people. So he could be like, Russia. That's jailbait. Planes not getting th- <laughs> the people been bombed no, in there, look at about go there. People that. died. So I, they're, they're no convinced that they're, they're like, what? And then he does this, and he's like, look, too dangerous to enter South Korea. However, South Korean intelligence traced the bomber to a hotel room in Bahrain. The agents both tried to commit suicide once they knew that they were wanted, but only one of them was successful. So they had like cyanide capsules and they were trying to bite into them before they got caught by the South Korean, like, the CIA. Police eye. Um only one of them done it in time but the other one couldn't bust burst it so they got arrested uh, and it was a female agent that got caught and she's taking in and she admits that it was Kim Jong-il who planned the attack so he's like Russia oh, China I don't know what to say, mate. she's <laughs> talking of a, a woman mate blah blah <laughs> blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> better than a <the> house <laughs> <laughs> so that just shows the, the sort of levels he's prepared to go to, mm-hmm. to, for image, everything's about image, was this, aye. oh, that's dangerous, even though he bombed it. Aye, yeah, yeah. Nuts. Aye. Um, so Kim Jong-il's song has, Kim Jong-il's father at this point is nearing his death. Kim Jong-il decides to appear nonchalant to his father about taking over. He sells it to his father that he has no interest in promoting himself. Only his father's legacy will be focused on if he takes over. It's clear that Kim Jong-il is the favourite to take over. But he decides to take out a few insurance policies. He bugs his father's home and phone, listening in for anyone who disregards his son as the new leader. So, purging is essential in Korean politics, and purging is just making moves to ensure that certain things happen. But it's like by any means necessary. Like I'm sure you'll go into it with Kim Jong Un whenever whenever we do that. And so he was like just listening anybody. Who was getting into him being like, I don't know about that fucking Just Kim the slightest Anything, mate. Like, they would, they would die. Like, they, there were several North Korean officials just turning up dead randomly this time, mate. Like, just just randomly Aye. running into trees just and that. With like a piano wire. I couldn't wear my suit. I <laughs> shot himself in the head ten times. Shit like that. Aye. So, Kim Jong il also ensures his brother in law is out of the picture, sending him to Europe to be an ambassador. And he's still there for now. Brother in
0: Aye. Europe, Aye. law,
1: still <laughs> elder. Well Where is he? Europe. Oh, so. just Europe, mate. Somewhere, somewhere in Europe. Belfast or something. Also, aye. <laughs> the mountain, mate. In 1994, Kim Il Sung dies, and Kim Jong Il is officially made the supreme leader. Things are about to go from bad to worse for the Korean people. Kim Jong Il was about to double down on the Juche. He's going all in on the Juche. I'm to lie. You thought we were going Juche before. It's just went up a level Ready for duty Squared, bro. Oh, duty squared, mate. <laughs> he immediately sank almost all of the country's money into the military. And this is sort of how he gained respect with the military when he was kinda of vowing to be leader. He was saying like his dad's a war hero. Right, so he, the people actually really respect him, and the military respects him because they're like, right, he's one, he's fought, he's served, in that we respect him as a leader. Kim Jong Il just grew up life a luxury. So, i mean? aye, so he, they, they didn't quite respect him in the same way that they respected his dad. So his whole thing was like, look, as soon as I'm the man, you are getting everything. Mate. Don't worry. So the military in that country are like the elites. Do you know what I mean? Uh, They're like the highest thing in society, basically, Mm -hmm. you can be. Like you grow up wanting to be a general. That's like the the highest thing you can be there. Um, So he immediately sank all of the country's money into the military. His agricultural policies hindered food productivity. So he would like force... He would force independent farms to be like, No, we're all, it, you're going to him, 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 and you're just going to make a big farm. And like, it doesn't work like that because certain guys grow certain things. And right. so it just fucked everything up. And also, he was like, Once you've it all, give it to us. Right. We'll sort it out. Um, the lack of incentives for farmers and the centralized control over resources led to a decline in food production. In a matter of years, he led the country into a famine. Fuck's sake. A full on <laughs> famine. But the famine however was never called a famine in North Korea Instead it was given the name The Arduous March oh. Being portrayed to the public as something The country must battle through together yes. So he's out and he's like ah, We all just need to get through this Together honestly Fight it's like everything's a PR thing Everything's how can I twist this mm-hmm. On the TV starts constantly Playing documentaries about famine in Africa like in Ethiopia and stuff to play off their own famine has been no that bad. I see it's happening everywhere. I like, I and like, bugs going about. Look, there's no mad bugs in that here. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. Well, this is as roasting hot as that. <laughs> aye, uh, this mixed with their strict policies against any foreign aid turned North Korea into a starving hellhole, but not for Kim. Kim would import foods from all over the world to eat while, whilst his people starved. He would fly in sushi from Japan, shark's fin soup from China. He dined on lobster and roast donkey. He drank French wine and had a cellar with over ten thousand bottles. He was Hennessy's highest paying customer in the world. Anywhere he goes, he has five female dancers on standby <laughs> and entertainers ready to perform him, perform for him. So I
0: didn't realize he was a that,
1: bro, mate. Used to get beer in for Czech- Czechoslovakia at the time. Oh, Budva. Snout for Germany. Oh. He get ev mate silver chopsticks <laughs> eat French wine. Oh. This guy lived, Hennie, man. bro. He's on the Henny. <laughs> it's the highest-paying customer in the world for Hennessy. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. A, another order uh, <laughs> 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 in for a fucking that mad Kim Jong Un. Who's <laughs> Kim then announces to the people they must continue the fight against the famine. He claims that he has even trained his own body so that he requires less fuel and now never needs to shit. Need to so he was like ah, look I've trained my body I, I'm he said he was like surviving on a bowl of rice a day he would always do press conference sort of things in the same outfit it would look a bit dirty in that mm-hmm. to make it look like look we're all through this together I'm the leader and I'm fucking suffering I'm fucked mate he's like I'm reading it. I'm fucked I'm fucking
0: I'm rock <laughs> I'm cup rice cash fuck
1: <laughs> any day shits, bro. No, so nay shits. What man's gonna fucking? They all believe it. And they're like fuck, man. We better get it act together. Mm-hmm. Tensions, though, even after his PR stunt, are rising in North Korea. There are people starving to death on the streets. Kim comes up with a plan that could help his starving nation. He finds a farmer in Germany that can breed rabbits the size of dogs. Mm-hmm. North Korea strikes a deal to set up a farm and s- requests for twelve massive rabbits to get the ball rolling. <laughs> So he's like, ah, right? We did a whole farm thing. He's twelve, just to get things moving, sort of thing. A deposit, a, 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 Deposit rabbits. So this is all in the name of ending the hunger of his countries. Like we're going to do this. We'll get the, these measures. The rabbits were sent to North Korea and were never seen by the public. Instead, all eleven rabbits were cooked and served at Kim's birthday banquet in one of his twenty-four villas. <laughs> He ate all, 12 <laughs> him, ate all the bunnies them. ate all the bunnies mate Him and the melee. Him and the melee. mate Him and all
0: the bros Or the boys What a night but Oh that'd be good uh, that 12. Man, I was good seeing you Your last night 12 off, me <laughs> the bunnies mate. Oof, I'm rough as fuck man. I must
1: have ate a bunny and a half All this stuff Can't even move Munch The bunnies the bunnies bro oh. This guy he just lives He continues to live his life of luxury While his people deteriorate by the day So why don't people just leave you're probably thinking that, why, can, why do you know, just leave? It sounds terrible. Leaving North Korea is obviously insanely difficult. The border into China itself is not complicated to cross, but the implications for doing so are heavy. The culture of snitching creates an atmosphere where people are encouraged to tell on others who they hear speaking about leaving. If you manage to leave and your family are left behind, they are guilty for your crimes. Treason is the most severe crime in North Korea and your entire family will spend life in prison if you escape. So this creates a collective guilt which stops people even considering leaving. And if you try to leave and you get caught, you can expect to be subject to torture in prison. And a classic North Korean torture, one of the best, is making someone sit in the one position without moving a muscle for 18 hours a day. If they move a muscle, they start getting beaten. The explanation for this torture is it's the only way the, tr- the prisoner can truly sit and think about what damage he has done. <laughs> Mate. They gave them the 18, 18 hours a day. Imagine that just sitting and as soon as you move eight in they're like fucking the ultimate naughty step, bro. <laughs> and they would do the pigeon as well, like tie up. Well, everything like behind aye. Oh, I like, I oh, know, no, aye. aye. I don't know. I
0: do like that. I don't like the sound of that one. <sighs> I'm just thinking about the sitting down for 18. I I think I could do that, but I would need like a a, a Game Boy or something. Because mm-hmm. if I could move my thumbs, I'd be sound. He's a PSP
1: or something. Just a bit. PSP, mate, I'll bash it. <laughs> <laughs> aye, so. They still like to try and leave, man, but the thing is as well, you're like, how are they even getting, how's he getting money? Mm-hmm. Like, how's the economy getting any money? He soon became a master of the black market, Kim Jong-il. So soon North Korea became very, very good at selling and trafficking drugs. They became massive arms dealers to basically every enemy that the West had at the time also became the best counterfeiters of the hundred dollar bill. Federal Reserve workers in the U.S. admit that a lot of the time, even they can cannot tell the difference between a North Korea note and a real U.S. one. Oof, that's mad. So they're the best at counterfeiting a hundred dollar U.S. bills in the world, mate. This of is a bad boy, isn't he? He's just—he's the real bad boy, ultimate gangster, mate. Aye, he's forging shit and all that. (laughs) Uh, The income made from these activities funded Kim's extravagant lifestyle, while his people suffered massively. Starvation is now at a point where Kim needs help. He decides he's going to receive aid, but on his terms. He needs the world to pay attention to North Korea quickly. Something like the threat of a nuclear bomb would do the trick. Kim releases statements saying he's prepared to launch nuclear weapons that they've privately been working on for years. He's ready to declare war in the West, unless he gets his demands. He then stands his men down on the condition that his his demands are met the US then send food and medical supplies to North Korea and, and the boxes that they're sent, and this is like anytime the US send aid, it always says a gift from the United States of America on the box. But but that would destroy the narrative, like the US are like the ultimate enemy. Like I we don't it. like these guys and that. We hate them. So... Once the aid is dropped into North Korea, it's placed into different packaging before being distributed to the public. (laughs) Kim claims that the US sent the aid as an apology for the destruction they caused during the Korean War. Aye, that's a good spin on that. The little man does it again. (laughs) He keeps the enemy as the enemy in the people's eyes and receives what he needs to keep his people barely alive. It's an annoying thing they've done, but annoying it, like... A, a gift from the US no, That's so really? American. <laughs> from the United States of America. You can
0: imagine like the like, a rainbow with like, a USA flag at the No, i fucking. like, fucking. I, but he's like, get it out there. Stars and bars. Get it they, in that plain one. They, they, not, the NKs can't be seen the stars and bars, bro. Oh, no. No, they, no chance. We'll, we'll be having that. Have I got any on me? No. You're, you're the United States, mate. You're, you've served your time. A gift
1: from the United right? States of <laughs> America. <laughs> uh, so that just shows, man, it's like the level they'll go to to keep that. in in this whole country, this North Korea, its only purpose is keeping their family as like the, go- the, the gods. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like it doesn't serve any other purpose than that. Like mm-hmm. they don't export things. They don't, they didn't de- the whole system is built to just keep this family as being like a fucking superpower. It's insane, is It's the only purpose it serves. It's insane. The Hermit Kingdom, bro. The Hermit Kingdom. So after like that, and for a decade actually, Kim sort of faded out of the public eye. Um, he was suffering with health issues and in 2011, he passed away from a suspected heart attack. And the next leader would be his third son, Kim Jong-un. And I've got... Um, I want just I thought we'd for a visual of like how these people are told to act and stuff I've got yes Kim Jong-il's funeral we don't need to watch it all but just you need to see some of the reactions on this I'll place it in front of you
0: many people are there millions bro a million guys.
1: It is there, Kim Jong-il. I remember this, do you? Aye, I think so. Aye, I pure remember. Where seen this? The- 2011. 2011.
0: Aye, 2011. Listen, it just looks so It doesn't dull, look like Earth. Somber, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like Earth, aye. That's what I mean, look, that Soviet architecture, and that. it's odd, isn't it? Aye, it's weird looking, Aye. It, just does, it does just look like a mad northern China or like Russian kind of place, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Pure bleak as hell.
1: Is that... Is, Kim is that boy? It's a boy. Wait till you see the crowds of people, like the public. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man. That's a man. Mad, must it be there when one of them actually dies? But you're like, what? What? Mate, I thought he was invincible. It were like, said as well when Kimio sung died, they were like, I didn't know he could die. Mm-hmm. Mate, do you think but has this been coordinated? Aye, hundred percent. They told if you're nose, if you're seen and you're no more than hard enough, you get beaten and put in prison in that. This is all fake. That's insane. Like man. none of them care. Aye.
0: But I think they must. I think some of them must. Like mm, I think if, if I you are, are been in- brought up like all your life at that mate, like think about people that love like the Queen and that. Aye. You're like right. we look at them like you alright. But then think about is that it- with the propaganda Scary innit it. It's scary bro. You could be arsed with that, I know. But you need to, ar- you, need, to, you <laughs> need to be arsed, mate. You've not got an option. Have they been dragged out the house to go, didn't they? I'm howling it like you living in
1: the North Shore. Like I don't care what you say. I'm no gone. Mate, I'm not <laughs> even gone to that fucking thing, mate. Guy How is that? Frick. I'm in the final eight ball pool now, right? <laughs> There's no chance I'm getting down there. What time does it start? I'll, follow <laughs> I'll be doing later but I'll show face I'll <laughs> go to the where's where, where he it after it showing, showing <laughs> where are you gone after I it I show face at the Pyong, Pyongyang Bowl Club <laughs> I'll get his doing at the bowling club man uh, It's licensed to free But there you go that's like Kim Jong Kim Il Sung Kim Kim Jong Il I, I think it's in,
0: absolutely insane mate it's one of the most insane things to because how many people are in North Korea in total is that about 5 mil or something 3 mil no, much more. 25.9 million. What? That just in North. Just in North Korea? That just is, is a insane. Mate. It's a massive country. Because that, uh, by the th- stuff I've been listening to for a while ago and it was like 4 million and I was saying in Pyongyang so that's how I'm getting mixed See, up. See,
1: another, sorry, I've just remembered a pure funny story about uh, Kim Jong-il just quickly, right? Because I forgot about it. I just remembered it there. Please. So, you now he was always getting stuff imported, right? Mm. He was like, ah, what's this McDonald's carry on the rug and on about, right? So he's like, ah, get me one of these fucking cheeseburger <laughs> things right so they bring it over and they gave him the cheeseburger right and he's like oh, fucking He takes a bite and he's like that's outstanding right <laughs> but obviously nobody in North Korea knows about McDonald's That like he knows shit that's going on in the world aye, but they aye. don't do you know what I mean so he's like right and he says right I've got a big idea after eating that and he invents <laughs> a thing that's like in Korean it translates into like two bread one meat and he, he invents a version of, like, a hamburger there. And they're like, ah, mate, you're a fucking genius. But he how just he copied
0: that. that? How has this just came about and it's for the leader? I, <laughs> that leader can date <laughs> everything. <So laughs> the he, supreme leader just came up with it. He just, he, he only invented it. It's just nuts, man. Mate, it's, it's mad how, like... I'm not to say he's a sneaky guy. Oh, is he but, sneaky? But it's mad how, like, it's like every opportunity for a bit of sneaking It's like... There's no other like approach to this other than like all oh, these cunts are dafties and I'm the I'm the goat. Simple as that. There's
1: nothing more complicated about it than that.
0: And like how's he got like commanders and generals and like a hundred thousand soldiers that like, like how's he got I, all this I, shit I, like mate, <laughs> but
1: they've just built the society in a way that's like just it, it's are
0: de- deities, mate. They're like mad. They've done it, and I think it's because like it came for like the grander, the papa. That's came for a time. It was like Korea was an actual, but a like a big bit of bother, uh-huh. really. And then that's like three generations of like
1: schooling, re-education. Like, Aye, mate, rewriting things like it's it's a way where... That can only happen to a country that's vulnerable at a point and needs somebody to be like, right, what we you doing, man? Just cling on to it. I you're like, fuck it, Gucci, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Good, I, Sounds like Gucci. <laughs> I mean, Sounds maybe, like Gucci, could be,
0: me, be good. i Could knows? be a similar to Gucci <laughs> <we're getting> here. <laughs> but, mate, I'll take you on yes. and I'll talk about um, the young bull. You've had the old ox. No, you've me. had the, the, the other calf. Now I'm so excited because I don't really know anything about him. Right, so, mate, Kim Jong-un is... A North Korean political official who succeeded his father, Kim Jong-il as Supreme Leader of North Korea in 2011, as you said, the first he was the first secretary of the Korean Workers' Party And the early years of his reign were characterized by a ruthless consolidation of power and saw a sharp acceleration in North Korea's nuclear weapons programs. So he like, see when he took power, it was in 2011, obviously, as you said, he was 28. Mm-hmm. He had no military experience. He was like, he was silver spoon times two. Know what I mean? Aye, he's double. Aye, and he had no like military experience. Like a a lot of his early life was like, there's nothing really, there's nothing really on his early life at all because he 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 lived out of the public eye, and it was as I said, like he was, he he, he didn't go to the college till late on he didn't go to the, the the military college till late on or anything. So when he took power, it was like there was these propaganda films came out. So these uh, documentaries about him and it was just like, I think you can get them. We'll get videos because I'm just doing a kind of brief overview of this now and then we'll go Mm -hmm. dive deep in on part two. But um, there's like these propaganda videos of him like... He's just, like, in a, in a like, a satellite war room and he's just got his horns on the tables. is that? And he's, like, got a cigar in his mouth and he's heavy young, Not chilling I mean? it up? Aye, Church-he's trying to go
1: Churchill, mate. Jackie's yeah, dad was like, see, when I die, you need Churchill the head out of this. like, you're, like you're, you have no chance unless you go full Churchill. <laughs> mate,
0: the Kim oh. stuff's all been done before. You need to go Winston, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Winston hangs up, so that's what it was like, mate. It was, like, these vid- videos of him, like, um coordinating like big strategies and all that in front of thousands of people and then like people who didn't even, couldn't even recognise him because it wasn't up until his dad's funeral and that that he was like properly in the public eye. So people that didn't even recognise him, like military leaders and stuff, were like t- instructed to like be like, on camera oh my god like it's you like pure bounty right, like, so there was all that <laughs> there was all that kind of stuff going on but North Korea's former former ruler Kim Jong-il had six children and Kim Jong-jun wasn't <laughs> the names are quite similar aye, so aye. I'm slipping up a lot but he was his successor wasn't his favourite of his six children it was his daughter Kim Yo-young so she was ne- but she was because she was a girl she was never first choice for like the top job Right. She Even was, though it was his favorite, it was his favorite. It was reported at the time that Kim Young Il looked more favorably upon Yo Jong, and made comment the comment that if she were a man, she would be next in line. We'll talk about her. Mate,
1: I'm happy, honestly, gone ahead for you to call her The Lassie. The Lassie, thank fuck, mate. <laughs> the is good for me. The Lassie will be, the Lassie will come in here a bit more. I'll do a, a, a small- And like a brother,
0: the boy. Uh, and the, the, boy like I'm happy with it. The boy and the Lassie. Are we all happy with that? Can we just be happy with the, it? The boy, the Lassie, the dad and the grander. The dog. <laughs> and then the wee dog. We'll Biff, chip, chip and Kipper. We'll That's it. later on. <laughs> we'll get into Biff, Chip and Kipper. They were the commandos. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> they were one of the commandos. But I'll talk a wee bit about her sister now. So she was the youngest known child of the late dictator. Um, uh, Professor Lee, the author of The Sister, the extraordinary story of Kim Yo-jung, the most powerful woman in North Korea. So this guy wrote this book, and this is excerpts for it. So Miss Kim had never been officially mentioned in the North Korean state media until 2014, the year her role was announced as Deputy Director of the Propaganda and Agitation. How do you say that word? Agitation
1: agitation uh, right?
0: agitation the, the Aye, propaganda agitation. and
1: agitation department agita- having an agitation <laughs> department is so. that sounds like a mad fancy name for like fucking crabs or something Aye, I would just in s- my ab- a- <laughs> agitation department I, I would have thought like agitation meant like just annoying it is but like- I think it's like agitate <laughs> it probably means like agitating other countries like <laughs> like, like try to puppet master so
0: this department is responsible for, for creating propaganda enacting censorship and overseeing the country's media but Professor Lee claims that she'd actually been the de facto head of the department since at least 2012. This means for more than a decade she's been behind much of the country's local and international messaging around her brother and his regime. So anything we see about them is like It's her- her? Is coming for her mate and she's no the best woman in 2014 Lee said there was a noticeable shift in how North Korea was talking about the outside world it's a shift he credits to Miss Kim and her role in the propaganda and agitation department in quotes North Korea has never been courteous towards South Korea or the US he says but from 2014 it got really vile North Korea state media used racist attacks against US President Barack Obama, (laughs) homophobic slurs towards the former justice of the high court of Australia, Michael Kirby, who worked on a major UN study on human rights in North Korea and misogynistic references to Park Geun-hye the first woman to be elected president of South Korea. So she's taking the drunk old guy
1: approach Aye. by just shouting the most vile things, you know? She's taking the drunk granda approach to <laughs> her geopolitical, like, fucking pangies, yeah, fucking
0: t- pansies, f- man. Ah, <laughs> dafty <laughs> <laughs> um, I came to view this as I worked with Kim Yo Jong because since her, the onset of COVID, she's issued more than 40 statements of her own states Lee. And and evident in many of them says is a sardonic, nasty, cynical streak that that has characterised the North Korean communication since 2014. Miss Kim made a grand entrance onto the world stage in the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And a show of Olympic diplomacy, it was the first time a member of the ruling Kim family had been to South Korea since the Korean War. So nobody... Nobody's been there yet since nineteen fifty-two. And you? then she's the first person to go there? Aye, so she attended How old is it? I know, mate, She attended the opening ceremony and she was sitting near the US vice president, Mike Pence. She later <laughs> handed a letter from her brother to South Korea's president, Moon Jae-in. That was a pivotal moment. Miss Kim was really the public face and that was a huge deal, says Anna Field, the Pacific editor of the Washington Post. Miss Kim then took part in an international event. Uh, sorry, Miss Kim was then part of the team at other international events, including the 2018 North Korea-US-Singapore summit and the 2019 North Korea-US-Hanoi summit, where both Miss Kim, where, where both she and Mr. Kim met the US president, Donald Trump. Don, Donnie,
1: F- Donnie boy? Mate, Donnie went and met the fucking, the queen of, the queen of North Korea, mate. Oh, I um, imagine she, like... Imagine she just came in, imagine like the aura she has about her.
0: Mate, That she's a fucking savagest bitch, mate. Wait till you actually hear what she said about uh, South <laughs> Korea, right? So, um So, Mrs. Fifield says she's clear, uh, she, it's clear she's become Mrs., Mr. Kim's most trusted and closest advisor. She's as much interesting as Kim Jong-un in the North Korean system of surviving. She has the same goal as he does, keeping the family in power. So she's
1: just in she, it as much as he says.
0: There's no like, remorse or that for no, the people? No, she toes the party line, mate. Aye. Um, in the years since the 2018 Winter Olympics, Miss Fifield said she's proven herself to be every bit as hardline and Machiavellian as her brother. <laughs> right, this is the quote. He needs to shut his mouth, was the advice Kim Yo-jung, the powerful sister of North Korean, blah, blah, blah gave to the South Korean president, Yoo suk yeol after his offer of to provide economic aid to Pyongyang in exchange for nuclear disarmament. So he's like, ah, see all the nooks? See, see. We'll patch them, we'll give you we, shit. We'll
1: sort you out. And we'll make everything all right. See if you just don't, like, keep going with all these nooks They' It's that. so mad, but because obviously their whole mission, as we said, is just providing for themselves. So there's never a thought of, like... When the fuck would I want aid? I aye, you know. It's not in, no in their interest we, for aid. No,
0: we've got ballistic missiles and that. We've got everything. We don't, <laughs> we don't live like them. <laughs> we, we get shit. We're cool. We're fine. But I so that was a bit of the sister which we'll talk about, obviously, a bit more in the future, but I'll just go back to Kim Jong-un and kind of tie it up for this mm-hmm. episode. And um, we'll carry on over on Patreon. So when Kim Jong-un took over as the leader of North Korea after his father's death in 2011, there was a mix of curiosity and uncertainty around the world. People wondered what kind of leader he would be and if there'd be any changes in North Korea's policies. Kim Jong-un was relatively young and inexperienced, which added to the intrigue. His early years in power were marked by a combination of consolidating his authority within the country and maintaining the regime's strict control over its people. It was a period of observation for many outsiders as they tried to discern any shifts in North Korea's approach to the international relations and domestic governance under his leadership. So this is a time where every like, right, that doesn't. we don't know nothing about this wee guy. I, I
1: remember that, but Aye. I remember people like here, they might actually be sounding
0: <laughs> Aye, like... who <laughs> knows? <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, who knows? He might be all right. Like, he's a wee chubby guy, you know what? I, I, I know, because I think uh, you've gone to it, but he didn't even go to school and. Korea, he he went, went to school in Austria. Aye, aye. aye, So, like, you're thinking when you hear this stuff, you're like, right, he might be so Aye, like we could could <laughs> be maybe sound? be a bit of
0: business with this. Aye. Kind. aye, so he was educated in Switzerland in the International School of Bern, and he went on to study at the, the Kim Il Sung National War College in Pyongyang, 2002 to 2007. So he did have a bit of like um, military mm-hmm. kind of background, but for the most part, it was an unknown quantity. So I think every country in the world like as you say that I will remember like that was a mad hangout on South Park and all that there was hunters and shit about like North Korea they're gonna do this they gonna do that but then you'd always get somebody like no they would never do anything like that it's so their interest you heard <laughs> these kids that are a nuclear test in the Japanese scene you know, which mm. we'll go into in the future mate because see after kind of what I've told you, it just starts to get mental. Mm-hmm. So the, the, that that's really it because I, I kind of want to save right for part two because it's n- there's just so much. But we need to break this up if, somehow. If trips. I say this, like if I go into the next bit, it's got to be another half an hour or something.
1: Don't want to that kind of ones no, right no. now. Come on, we don't want to leave it on the gym, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> leave some for the ring. <laughs> that's what we are doing, trips. Um, so we hope you enjoyed that. We're going to go into part two uh, over in Patreon. I think that will be out. So. Yes, if you want to get involved, patreon.com forward slash Riley's Gaff. We've got lots of more deep frides there. Mm-hmm. Um We're gonna be doing more deep fries. They're gonna be coming more often now. Yes. I think things are gonna be easier for us. That's all I'll say at the moment. We'll keep it keep it hush hush. But things are gonna get things are gonna get a lot better for the old YouTube and for the Patreon and for everybody. We're so gonna be posting out lot there. There's gonna be so much more than what's happening in you <laughs> so thank you trips we hope you enjoyed it patreon.com slash riley's gaff if you want more content cheers thank you